It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into Outside the Box, being brought to you by Raising Canes here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Joel Norman, and we're chatting Lincoln Stars hockey ahead of a couple of games this weekend. Friday night, the Stars are on the road against Sioux Falls. Before this Saturday, they'll be back at home for Down Syndrome Night at the Icebox. Puck drops at 6.05 p.m. Don't forget, it'll be a post-game jersey auction following the game. Let's welcome in a couple of our guests here for this evening. Uh, Wyatt Olson, a forward for the Stars, as well as Antonio Fernandez, a defenseman. Guys, thanks for joining us. And, Antonio, you said this was Wyatt's first time on radio. Is that correct? So uh, I believe so. Isn't that true? Why come a little closer to the microphone right, so yeah, we can actually is. hear? We can tell he's a rookie right uh, now, yeah. Antonio. So okay, we all went through it. I think I messed up a couple <laughs> times last year. <laughs> yeah, you you can move the mic like this, get it right up to your face. There you, there go. you go. You can how whatever's comfortable. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. Why you don't have to show that it's your first time. It's so <laughs> it's all right. But anyway, guys, let's talk about this past weekend. You split a couple of games with Fargo Friday night, four to one loss. You bounce right back though the next night. I imagine you guys were pretty excited to be playing the same team again. I'll start with you, Antonio. Was there any was there any you know discussion among guys? You know, let's get it. Let's get them tomorrow. Let's just let's reset. Yeah, there definitely was. I mean, Friday night we can all agree on was not a night we want to remember, and that's not how we play our our brand of hockey and our identity. And on Saturday morning, we all came to the rink and kind of addressed that and realized that if we want to be a uh, Clark Cup contending team we have to kind of buy in all together and play the Lincoln Stars hockey we know and um, that's what we did Saturday night and uh, it was a group effort and it was one of the one of the the best games this year I thought because it really showed our resiliency um, after a tough Friday loss. Wyatt it wasn't exactly your typical Lincoln Stars victory there weren't four or five goals it was tight you guys cashed in a ton on the power play, which we kind of were waiting for, you know. And you guys got a couple of goals there, but a lot of the little things went right. Felt like a playoff game. What did that mean? Yeah, it definitely was a fun game to be in. We played team played like full sixty minutes, which is always good. Like Tony said, I thought it was one of our better games this season. So just being in the game, being a part of it, was really a fun atmosphere. I think it's one of those things where, as a fan, you looked at last Friday and you could have said. You know, the Stars are a little banged up right now. They're missing a couple of guys. This is a tough opponent. I think it would have been easy to say, uh, you know, we'll see what happens Saturday. But for you guys, you're healthy, you're playing, you're obviously confident in your team. You're not thinking that. What was the mindset of the group Saturday? Like you mentioned, Tony, you guys yeah. all talked a little bit. What were you telling each other? Were you saying, what was, what was the message in the locker room? Yeah, well, we definitely have some important pieces on our team missing uh, last weekend, and it was kind of just a time to see who wanted to step up, who wanted to, who wanted it more. And we we saw that Saturday night with uh, uh, some guys getting on the board and with PP finally showing up, uh, like we know we can. And uh, it was just a good all around effort. Wyatt, you were one of the guys who's moved around some roles because of some players injured, some players leaving for juniors right now. They're playing in. Um, what what was that been like for you? Because you saw a little bit of action the last couple of weeks working with Tanner Ludke and Patrick Raftery, a line that you know you guys had a pretty good run for a little bit there. But as we know, Rocky does like to change up the line, so things very fluid. What's it been like for you shifting around some lines a bit here? You know, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, Ludke is a really good player to play with, and so is Raft, really hard worker. So, I mean, just really fun to play with those two. What have you 
when working with different guys, does your game change at all? Or you pretty much stay the same, or is it sometimes you kind of have to blend your abilities based on who you're with? Um, for me, I just try to just blend it a little bit while trying to keep who I am and just playing my game, but along with like trying to blend with our teammates. Antonio, I wanted to talk with you about this. This is your third year working with uh, head coach Rocky Russo. What's that been like? You're very aware of I imagine you can kind of have a feel at this point what he's going to say in certain situations. Uh, how nice is it that to have that type of familiarity at this level when change is pretty common in general? Yeah, no, Rocky's great. Um, he's done a great job this year um, delivering important messages like just sticking to identities and working hard and that'll get you far. And it's just he knows how to deliver those messages and he knows how to get through players. Sioux Falls coming up this Friday, 7.05 p.m. on the road. For whatever reason, that's been a struggling team uh, for, for you guys to face. You know, you've gone 0-2 against them. Uh, when you guys look back at that, I'm sure you'll do some of the film this week as well. What's kind of stood out about those games? I'll start with you, Wyatt. You know, it's, it's a team who's a few spots below in the standings, but they've had the Stars number this season. What are some of the challenges they presented? Yeah, it's definitely a weird kind of situation. We feel like we're kind of a better team, but they've taken us to a, taken to us a few couple times, so... I mean, they're pretty fast, uh, a little bit physical, more teams. So I guess it'll be an interesting night Friday. Antonio, you guys go into a situation like this. I've heard guys even say before I brought it up. It's you guys already know you're zero two against that team. How much does that motivate you to go get them? Yeah, well, I mean, every team in this league, I think, is um, a very good team, and we can't take any team lightly. And it seems as if we are doing that when we're playing a Sioux Falls team, and we know they are a very strong team, and we can't take a team like that lightly. And so we'll 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 get the message through uh first 10 minutes and I think that'll build off to the rest of the game and we'll we'll, have, we'll be much happier with our outcome this weekend. You mentioned those first 10 minutes have certainly set a huge tone yeah. for the the whole weekend, a big weekend coming up here. Now, the beginning of these first periods, I talked about this a little bit with Rocky. Some of them have been a little bit uh shaky, I guess we'll call it at times. Some of them haven't you guys haven't gone off to the right footing that you want. What's the best way that you can change that up? Is it a couple little quick changes? You know, why? What is it? Is it something like more pucks on net? Take take me through that. Yeah, I think. I mean, last two weeks, I feel like our shots in our first period have been relatively low. And I think, I mean, Saturday night we got like five shots in our first five minutes, and that was really, really set the tone for our team and set the message message to the other team. I think that's just the most important part. Antonio, I hear Ronke say it a lot in practice the last couple of days. You know, we got to get more pucks on net. How do you guys do that? Is it is it finding different ways to generate chances? Is it taking the shot when it's there? Yeah, I think it builds off like our forecheck and just our D simplifying a little bit in the first 10 minutes and just getting them on net. And uh, from that, we can build on some more and earn our ice a little better. And um, we can build into more creative plays and that will lead to some better outcome for us. Let's talk with uh, both of you about your time with the Stars. Wyatt, you played a few games last season, back more regularly this year. Antonio, second year as a regular, now wearing an A on your chest as well. I'll start with you, Wyatt. What's it been like getting more of an opportunity this season? Last year you got a little bit of a cameo getting a few games in. Now you're a regular on this team. Yeah, it's been a blast. I mean, every game, try to get better. Every game, try to like improve my game. Every practice, try to work on stuff that I need to work on. I mean, it's all about building, you know. So I think that's a really important part. What were some things you learned last season? You played a handful of games, and it's a big jump up going up to the USHL. What are some things you learned that you've taken into this year? Yeah, definitely. I think the first games in USHL, like the pace was definitely there. I mean, the physicality was really there. So over the summer, that's just kind of a lot of work that was getting faster and stronger. Antonio, all-rookie team last year, back again here. You were dealing with an injury to start the season, but you've gotten back out. When you go into your second year in a league, 
What are some things you do to try to improve knowing what you know? I think it's just being um, a little more responsible offensively and defensively. And I think just being more responsible defensively will lead into uh, quicker transitions and more plays offensively. And I think it's just getting it all together. I think that's uh, something I've developed in my game, and I think I could keep improving with that. And, um, yeah. Assistant coach Mike Zanella was on before, and he let me know that you he found out recently you previously played forward quite yeah. a bit. How did you make that transition going back to D? Was it just something that kind of happened where, hey, there was a need at D, so you stepped in and you stood out? Or was it something that you at some point said, you know, I want to try this out? Yeah, sort of. I, I've, always, I've always liked to say I've been a pretty good skater, and 16's year uh, – my coach uh, thought that was one of my strongest attributes, and um, he thought I'd be uh, it'd be good to make me a defenseman. And I, I wanted to try it out, and uh, I I liked it. I could see the ice, and uh, I could shoot from the point, and it, and I learned. I think I learned it quick, and I'm still learning to this day. What parts of being a forward do you take maybe into being a defenseman? I think it's easy to say you're always jumping up on the rush, but what are other elements you maybe use that fans might not think of? Yeah, definitely like maybe knowing where your forwards are going to be and I think that helps me with like kind of passing where I'm going to pass like I know they're going to be here I'll pass there and it's stuff like that and like you said jumping up the rush is huge that's how uh, a lot of defensemen will get our shots why did you have an, ever have another position you played substantially I imagine the younger levels you're, you're all over the place you got they're almost positionless at a certain age but did you ever have another spot that maybe you were at for a while before making the transition to forward you know not really I was always pretty much a forward I mean Back when you were really young, you played goalie a little bit, but I hated yeah. goalie, so I was always forward. <laughs> what, what didn't you like about it when you were younger? When you were younger, you got no pads. You just hit you with the puck, so I hated that part. That was my, that was the worst coming to practice. You know, you had to play goalie that day. But, yeah, no, I just always played forward. Works out a little bit more, I would imagine, at this point, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been nice. We're chatting with the Stars defenseman Antonio Fernandez as well as forward Wyatt Olson here on Outside the Box. Stars are on the road on Friday night. They'll take on the Sioux Falls Stampede, looking for their first win in three tries against them before they go up against the Tri-City Storm on Saturday night. It'll be here at the Icebox, a 6.05 p.m. puck drop, and that one is Down Syndrome Night, especially jersey auction following the game. And You can get your tickets now at Lincoln Stars. Dot com. Guys, you have been lights out at the Icebox this season. Just two losses. I think from my first game I saw here in the regular season, it was apparent that there's an obvious home ice advantage here. Incredible fans, just a, a tough place to play at. How does that give you confidence on the ice? You can't control any of that stuff, but I imagine it's something that naturally comes to you. I'll, I'll start with you, Wyatt. Yeah, I mean, playing the Icebox is always awesome. The fans are great. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I think it was two weekends ago. We were at me and Klaus. My roommate were at Canes, and one of the fans boss our Canes, and that was just awesome. That's really I mean, the, cool. The fans are great. It's a really fun atmosphere. I mean, they get a lot of fans in there, so I mean, it just all makes it worth it. I had to feel a pretty cool little celebrity moment yeah, almost for was, you there. Yeah, it was great. Sat and ate the Canes with them for a little bit. It was awesome. Uh, that's really neat. Uh, what about you, Antonio? It's got to be fun being back here in front of these fans. Yeah, for sure. They're probably the greatest fans in the USHL, and we got to take advantage every time we're playing at the Icebox, and we know it's to our advantage so why not you know play for our fans and um just do the things we know to do to win why you and i were talking about a couple of weeks ago after practice that this has got to be a tough place as a visitor to play we were talking about that runway where the players come on and off the ice fans are pretty close you know they're happy when you guys are going by 
maybe not as friendly when opposing teams play. Uh, I remember we were talking about it, and I thought, boy, yeah, that would be kind of tough to be an opponent here, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, the, the close quarter is between the two teams and the fans in that little area. I mean, tensions are high back there. Is it ever a little awkward for you guys? You're, the opposing locker room is right next to where yours is. Yeah, um, well, they got the refs there, too, so it kind of eases out the tension a little. But it's like that in a few places. I know in Tri-City, we got to walk mm-hmm. by uh, the Tri-City guys and um, – I, it's just a little funny. You'll hear hear barking back and forth, and um, yeah. I was gonna say, keep it family friendly. What's maybe the best chirp you guys have had? Either you've had, or some other teams chirped you in a situation like that where you're in close um, proximities. Again, keeping. I it can't friendly. say I'm much of a chirper, but some of the guys on our team, um, shout out to Dougie Grimes. He gets after it, and it's <laughs> hilarious when he does. I can't really say what he says, Fair but enough. Um, it's just just he brings energy by doing that stuff, and uh, it's it's important. Why do you ever uh, chirp at another team when they're nearby you like that? Uh, well, I'm next to Doug because Doug's a pretty big guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, Dougie's a really good chirper. I mean, DJ's up there. Buko is up there sometimes. I mean, yeah, it's great. Bringing a little bit of energy as well. You'd love to hear that. We'll take a quick break here. We're joined by Antonio Fernandez and Wyatt Olson. This is Outside the Box being brought to you by Raising Canes on 93.7 The Ticket.